Hello, welcome to Unapologetic and Free. Hello, I'm Charnay. And I'm Lakia. And we are uh, two sisters discussing. Sisters by blood. Friends by choice. We are excited to be here today. Why are we so excited? We are excited because we are in our hometown, Vegas, baby. Locked Vegas, born and raised. Yes, yes. And this is our spring break edition. Yes, this is our spring break. We are celebrating. Well, I guess not really celebrating, right? We're just vacationing on spring break. We just came to chill in Vegas on spring break, which technically... Technically, because you know we both live in two different parts of Texas. So she's in San Antonio. I'm in Dallas. Last week was spring break for San Antonio. And so this week is spring break for Dallas. So still spring break. We're just on her spring break. (laughs) My spring break because I'm the oldest. So as we know. Um, We're also excited, you know, because normally, like she said, we do these, um, we do these shows and we're in two different places. And this is an impromptu show. This was not on the original schedule, but we just thought it would be fun since we were together to go ahead. And And that's not very often. That's not very often that we're together. Um, And so we just wanted to have some fun and just be able to do this and just kind of, you know, just do what we do. Be unapologetic and free. Right. And then it just makes it even more because we're at the Excalibur. We're on the Las Vegas Strip. And being in the Excalibur has a lot of memories for me, especially because um, our mom worked here for years. And so during the time that I was in high school, she was working here and I used to ditch up here a lot, even though she was working here. Now, I do have memories, too, just of like picking her up from work. I believe was was she working here when you were driving? Yes. Okay, so we would drop her off. <laughs> my sister would drop her off at work and we would come back and get her. So I do have those memories of when she was working here. I'm not sure how many times we actually ever came in, but I know we dropped her off and picked her up a lot. So that is cool that we're here staying at the Excalibur. Now, I, again, was in high school. So when it came time for ditching and stuff, I remember coming up to the Excalibur with a group of friends and we went to the buffet and it happened to be right across from the gift shop that my mom was working in. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I am playing with fire right now. But luckily my mom is the type of person where she doesn't really remember faces or whatever. And so I do recall her coming home saying, hey, I saw a girl that looked just like you today at the Excalibur. And me being me, I was like, really? You know, they say everybody have a twin in the world. But it was really me. That's a fun fact. That's something I didn't know. Um, And so we do want to do our session of what are you watching? Um, And I'm going to go first this time. But it's kind of hard, as always, to say what I'm watching because I watch so much stuff. And But I will talk about the latest thing that I'm watching is Chicago PD. Um, I'm one of those police show. I normally have been loyal to Law & Order SVU. That's like hands down, favorite, all-time show, can watch every rerun. And my husband watched, he watches Law & Order, but he also watched Chicago PD. And at first I was a little hesitant. I was like, mm, mm, I don't know. Cause I didn't really know the characters and 
So it just takes me a while. So anyway, I started watching it. And so I have started to get into it. They have a new season. Um, and I feel like the episodes are mirroring what's going on now with Black Lives Matter and police shootings, unjustified, justified, whether they are or they're not. And the episode that I watched particularly was kind of interesting because it was about a cop who shot a kid and the cop thought he was justified, but there was video of the shooting and everything. And so he kept saying that the, the guy did have a gun and the kid did say that he was licensed to carry. So the police officer just kept saying he was in danger for his life. He was in danger for his life. But when you see the video, you can see that the kid never moved. He never went for his gun. And they just shot him like three times. Well, they're, you know, trying to protect the cop, right? Because they're going to bring charges. And so they're trying to arrest them. But obviously the people on the streets is like, no, nah, we're trying to kill him. So it was kind of weird because the police are trying to protect a cop that they know had an unjustified shooting. Um, and then just watching that whole thing. But the thing I liked is that the police officer who kept saying that it was justified, he finally had a chance to watch the video. And when he watched the video, he's like, no, he moved. And they were like, no, he didn't move. But he was afraid. And so he thought the guy moved all because he was afraid for whatever reason. And then he realized after watching it that the little boy did it. Not little boy, but that the guy you know, did it. That's what I was going to ask you because you said kid. So what? Maybe he was early 20s, maybe 18 to 21. He was obviously he had a license to carry. Okay. So he had to be whatever age you have to be to have a license to carry. But I just said kid because he looked skinny and he was young and he wasn't an, a grown <laughs> adult. But it was just kind of interesting for the cop. When the cop realized that, then he started to have remorse. And then basically he did like a suicide because he put himself out so that they could kill him. And so the cop was the black cop. I think his name, I don't even know his name, but he cute. Anyways, he just was like, no, he got off too easy. He got off too easy. So that's what I'm watching. What you watching, Char? He got Char? off too easy because he killed himself? Yeah. So the cop, Kevin, thank you. The black cop on Chicago PD name is Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin was mad because he felt like the police officer got off too easy by just getting killed and that I guess meaning he didn't have to face the consequences he didn't have to face the trial and go through all that he would have had to go through for that unjustified shooting what you watch <laughs> I again I watch so much stuff that I'm kind of having a hard time keeping up and so I, need, I have episodes I need to catch up on. Let's put it that way. So I have to catch up on Grey's Anatomy. I have to catch up on Snowfall. I have to catch up on um, Law and Order SVU. Um, but to say what I'm currently watching, I will say I'm currently watching Dr. Pimple Popper. And so I was watching Dr. Pimple Popper all four seasons on um, TLC. Then they took it off and it's only being shown on Discovery Plus. So I bought Discovery Plus uh, for $4.99 so that I can watch Dr. Pimple Popper. But that's not the only reason why I bought um, Discovery. I also got it for the own station because Queen Sugar is has a new season. And so I don't have the own station. So I also got the Discovery Plus because OWN is on is one of the channels that you can get with the Discovery Plus. So I go into the OWN, I mean, Discovery Plus, I go to the OWN channel and guess what? They don't have Queen Sugar. 
And so I called Discovery Plus saying, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I specifically bought this so that I could watch Queen Sugar on OWN and Dr. Pimple Popper. And so what they explained to me is that they don't know what shows the network is going to upload to the app. So I just basically have to keep watching to see if it's there. So if anybody can tell me other than um, get, purchasing the own station, how to watch Queen Sugar, I would the greatly appreciate The new episodes, the new season. But I would I greatly appreciate say, I don't understand how she watched that Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper because to me, that's just the grossest thing. I've tried to watch episodes and I just can't stomach watching that stuff. So I just don't understand. Help me. I'm, I, I'm very intrigued by it. I'm like, and then the thing of it is, is these people have these bumps and they have been walking around with them bumps for like 20 something years. And then finally, and at their defense, they have gone to several doctors and dermatologists and they say that there is nothing that they can do for them. But then they run across Dr. Pimple Popper and well, Sandra Lee is her name, Dr. Pimple. But that's what she's known for is Dr. Pimple Popper, but her name is Sandra Lee. So she's able to give these people some hope and some relief of how to fix their problems. And so for me, I'm sitting there watching it and I've watched it and I'm like, oh, that's a lipoma. Look how it's moving around. Oh no, that's a cyst. Mind you, my husband had an issue underneath his arm where he had this bump that was getting big. So because I watched Dr. Pimple Popper, I immediately was, because of the location, I was immediately able to say that is a cyst. And so we were doing different things to kind of bring it to a head. And I was like, you know, but it started causing him pain. So then I said, okay, let's go to the emergency room. Went to the emergency room. I told the doctor, I was like, I believe it's a cyst that has been, um, what word am I looking for? Um, infected. infected. It has inflammation and stuff in it. I said, but I honestly feel like it's because he shaved his underarm. And so it was a hair follicle that got infected and turned into a cyst. And so the doctor was like, are you a doctor? Right. And I said, no. I'm like, right. I said, no, but I watched Dr. Pimple Popper. And he was like, that's exactly what happened. So he was like, okay, we're going to subscribe. I mean, prescribe you some um, antibiotics and then just like a few days it started going down so yeah you knowledge you okay, start learning stuff but i still can't get into it but hey that's just me uh, so we are i guess basically being that we're in las vegas we should probably talk about the fact that we again we said born and raised here but our mother still lives in the house that we grew up in and so it's for me, something that I always take pride in being able to say that the same house that I grew up in, so from birth, as long as I can remember, my mom has been in this house, we've lived in this house, and I'm able to still go back to that same house um, when I come to visit. How do you feel about that? Here's another tidbit about the fact that our mother still lives in the same house that we grew up in, because they, I'm 40, I'll be 46 on Sunday, Yay, March 21st. Yay. So they bought the house a year before I was born. So that means the house, she, she, would, she has been living in the house for 47 years, but she has the exact same telephone number 
that we had when we were a kid. Yes. She still has it so much to the point that because she's had that number for so long, you know, the phone companies here have changed hands over the years. And they try to get her when it changes to a new company, um, they try to get her to change her telephone number. And she's like, no, I'm not changing my telephone number. Um, I've had this number for years. And the thing is, is if I don't remember any other phone number, because she's had that number so long, I remember that number by heart. Like, I mean, now obviously there's other numbers that I remember, but no matter where I live, for a very long time, my mom's address was my permanent mailing address. <laughs> I say that permanent mailing address because that's the address that I use when no any other address fails or if it's something I just know I want to get one day, I'm going to use that at her address as the permanent mailing address. Even I mean, now I don't use it, but I still have stuff that goes there. We still have people who show up at that house looking for us because we lived there so long. People call that phone number because they know it's the same number from when they called us as kids, still looking for us. And my mom will give us messages. So it's pretty Not cool. Not to mention, she gonna check her mail. If she don't do anything else, she's gonna check her mail. And if we get mail sent there, she will collect it and put it in a little bag. So the next time we decide to come, she okay. gives us all of our mail. So that's a wonderful thing I like as well. And also um, across the street from her house is a park. And that park has had so many transformations, you know, from those of you who from Valley View, y'all know. <laughs> Valley View, um, the baseball field is still there. It's not as kept up. Kept up. It's not as maintenance. I don't think it ever was maintenance. Maybe it just felt like it because we were kids and we played on it. So we made the bases and we took stuff out there to make it a baseball field. But yeah, I don't think it really ever truly, not during our time, let's put it that way. Maybe when they first got it or the park was first put in place, maybe it was the actual uh, baseball oh, yeah. field yeah. but for for us growing up no it was not no but we did is we did have the dugout so okay, was the know. dugout is the dugout even still there I looked and what I was gonna say and what I'm gonna try to do so make sure you watch this video all the way to the end because we are going to try to put some pictures at the end so you can see the house you can see the park and I was able to get a picture of the baseball field so we'll just have to go back and look at those pictures and see because I don't know for sure if the dugout was know. still there or not I don't believe so but we won't know no, okay. I'm like seriously like I don't know but the awesome thing about it too is our, ch our children have played in that park right um in my mom's house for those of you who really know us that have been in her house she has these three huge mirrors as you walk in and so I remember when we were kids and have friends and stuff, we would do all kind of, uh, we would take pictures, first thing in front of that mirror. Then we would make up dance routines and stuff. She still has the mirror, you guys. <laughs> dance routines in front of that mirror. And then when our kids, when we had kids and they would go over to the house, they would play in front of the mirror and, you know, kissing themselves. So, and waving and hi, and, you know, walking by and, you know, stopping and looking at themselves. 
So that is something that is like really amazing for me as well is that our children get a piece of what we enjoyed also too when we were kids living in that house. They've redone the playground. They got some more advanced little toys out there and playground and cover because when we were kids we didn't get no shaded playground you you just went out there if it was too hot then you went back home and you waited till it cooled off or we found other things to do in the park until the toys cooled off but now they have a little cover shaded area we had what dirt and rocks (laughs) that was out there they got the little padded area where it's safer and the toys are all different now plastic we had metal yes we, I think the swings are still there. Um, but, you know, just some things to be able to say that we've watched the neighborhood transform, but to still be able to have that in our life and in our children's lives, and, and in some cases, our children's children's right. lives to be able to pass that on. And so we're, we're grateful for that. Okay. Um, something else, too, like Rakia mentioned in the beginning, we are natives born and raised in Vegas, and we both have had you know, situations, because again, I just came back from China. um, And then my husband is Nigerian. And so when people find out, when I say I'm from Vegas, they ask those crazy questions. Do you have those crazy questions? Because I get asked too. (laughs) Do you live in a hotel? No, I don't live in a hotel. I live in a house. Who's living in the house? And, And then their defense Whenever they show Vegas, they always show the strip and the casinos casinos because that's what Vegas is known for, but it's so much more. And people are just like, okay, no, you lived in the casino. No, I didn't. And I remember leaving and going like when I went to basic training and you tell people where you're from. And again, they say, people actually live there. (laughs) Uh, We just thought it was the casinos. And so I would always say, well, where do you think the people in the casinos live? Right. And they would say in the hotels. And I'm like, but what about their children's? Where would their families live in the hotel too? But they really thought that everybody lived in the hotel. To the point where I had a friend who told me that she had came from California, she took the bus, and when she came from the bus, she got off on the strip. So literally every day she was here, she was just on the strip, she's on the strip, but she moved here. One day she took a wrong bus or she missed a turn, and she ended up having to ride the bus past the strip and discovered that it was a whole neighborhood of houses and apartments and grocery stores and all of these things that she didn't know existed because she had never went past the strip. Who was that? It's this lady I used to work with a long time ago. I can't even remember her name. And oh, so to protect you used to work the, with her. To protect okay. the innocent. Eventually we started working and she used to do my hair a couple of times and I think she might have did Kamaya's hair. But yes, yeah, so I thought that was the funniest thing that just how real people thought that you just, it's just the strip and that's it. And then also, too, um, last week I went to go have chili, eat chilies with some coworkers, and this guy, that we were sitting at the bar, and the guy, he goes, where are you from? I said, Vegas. And he said, no, really, where are you from? I said, Vegas. He said, where are you born? I said, Vegas. He said, where are your people from? I said, Vegas. He goes, no, 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 that's not possible. So then I thought about it, and I was like, wait a minute. I believe... My father was born in Louisiana, but then he relocated here. But I don't remember what age he relocated here. But as far as I'm concerned, 
he's I'm 46 years old. He from Vegas. He from Vegas. <laughs> he's from Vegas. He's from Vegas. You know, after a while, you just start claiming where you've been, you know, and, you know, you have people who trans, you know, are transients. They come, they go, they relocate here and they're quick to say, oh, I'm from Chicago. Da, 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 da. That's fine. But you are in Vegas now. And if everything was hunky dory where you were, you would not have relocated here. Because even now, we both live in Texas, okay? And so, you know, Lakia calls it Snowvid. So a couple of weeks ago, we had Snowvid in Texas. So people were calling and saying, hey, how you guys doing down there? Um, you guys are good. They even went so far as to last week, our governor. Now, you see, I say our governor <laughs> because we are living in, in Texas. Texas. So we have to claim our governor. <laughs> so our governor has opened up the state of Texas. So people are calling us and saying, oh, um, what they doing down there in Texas? What, what y'all governor? Because we live there, we work there. And so we have to support and rep Texas, right. but we don't forget where we came from. Because right. when people ask me, where am I from? I feel like I always have to say, where when I'm in Texas, they say, oh, so where are you from? San Antonio? And I'm like, no, I'm from Las Vegas, but I'm currently living here because as you know, in Texas, it's a bunch of different cities. You can drive from one stoplight to the next and you're in a whole nother county. Um, my husband and I do the barbecue sauce and we do events and we go different places. And so they're asking where we're from. And I just always have to say I'm from Las Vegas, but I'm, you know, in um, next month, right, next month, it'll be five years that I've been living in San Antonio. So, I mean, I don't know for Texas, how long do you have to live in Texas before you have, you pretty much feel like, oh, okay, I'm from Texas. I've been here so long. I don't feel like I'm there yet, I'm not there but yet. I want to ask you, Charnay, because I get asked this a lot. Would you ever consider moving back to Las Vegas? No, no, I'm not ready to well, y'all already know, me know, I'm a world traveler. I'm all about moving and living in different places and getting a different experience. So I don't see myself um, coming back to Vegas permanently because there's a whole world outside of Vegas that I haven't yet explored. What about you? I don't know. I say no, because I just kind of feel like I moved away for a reason. And prior to this, I had moved places, came back to Vegas, moved places, came back to Vegas, moved places, came back to Vegas. And so now I'm just kind of like, you know, I feel like I Vegas is nowhere that I would ever want to live. I'm not saying that if circumstances presented itself and an opportunity presented itself that my husband and I felt like this, it would be good that we wouldn't consider it. But at this moment, I just, I don't have a desire to ever live in Las Vegas again. Um, and so I would say, no, that I don't plan or I'd rather move somewhere else before I moved back to Las Vegas. To get a different experience. To get it. I mean, this is always going to be home and we'll uh, most definitely come back and visit. But as far as and living here again, no. And, you know, people say, oh, well, you have grandkids and all you have. Yes, and I can come visit the grandkids. And when the grandkids get older, they can come out for summer break yeah. and winter, I mean, winter break and spring break. So then they get that experience. Because again, we never got that experience of going somewhere to a family member in the summertime because the majority of our family 
was in, was in Vegas. So for to be somewhere else and then allow my grandkids to have that experience. So my grandkids also can come to Texas or they can go with me to Nigeria because I have a home there in Nigeria. So I think that's, I'm making opportunities for my grandchildren. I'm still trying to get to Nigeria, y'all. She's talking about her grandkids and I'm, I'm still trying to get there. I'm still trying to get outside of the country, non-military related. And... Mexico, because we didn't. Well, yeah, we've Mexico, been in Mexico but, on, a cruise, on a cruise, but nothing like actually getting that passport stamp. Yes, I and I still need a passport, y'all. So I'm working on it in 2021. I'm gonna get a passport because I need to travel abroad. And I say non-military because I've been to Kuwait, I've been to Iraq. Those were not pleasure trips by any means. So again, I would yeah, like to experience a pleasure trip out of the country. But now, you know, here's something about the kids. She don't like to drive for so many hours. So mm -hmm. I don't know how she going to handle being cooped up in a plane for 15 hours. Ooh, and a couple of times I did it again, military, it was long and you're right. I don't know how, but I will say this because I would much rather be in a plane for hours at a time than having to drive in a car on the road. Because okay. I don't have to do anything in a plane. I can sleep. I can do whatever I need to do. And I, you know what I'm saying? But driving, I got to do something. I got to watch the road. I got to take turns with the other person I'm riding with. And so that's why I feel like it would be different. Very good point. Not to mention when you travel international, there's a plethora of movies and stuff on demand that you could watch and series that you can watch. So have plenty of time to right. watch some shows. Right. And then not to mention you getting pretty much depending upon three meals, full meals, not just a cup of water and some trail mix. You're getting full-fledged meals. So what we want to kind of wrap it up with is I think that it would be fun to, Charnay, for you to either share a good memory of your childhood in Las Vegas? Um, yeah, let's just focus on the positive and let's just see if you can come up with a good memory that you have from your childhood. And I know obviously in the childhood is gonna be a lot of stuff, but just try to think of a good memory that you have. For me, I was reminiscing as we were driving down the strip, we were on Las Vegas Boulevard and we were coming past Circus Circus. And I was remembering how, you know, in my teenage years, on the weekends, we would meet up and go to the Midway um, inside of Circus Circus. And then we would come out and then we would either chill at the McDonald's right there, or then it was uh, slots, what is called slots of fun. Okay, but I noticed that slots of fun still had the dollar hot dog. And I remember um, getting the the hot dog, because, you know, again, if you spent majority of your money at the Midway, if you, you kept, money you have money to come down and eat, because again, McDonald's might have been too expensive, but you definitely was going to be able to get a hot dog for a dollar. So that's one of my fondest memories. And for me, I'm actually thinking about younger. I remember, I think I either had the measles or the chicken pox. And I remember looking out into the park across the street and there was a hot air balloon that had landed in, in the park. 
but I was so disappointed because I, again, I had either the measles or the chicken pox or something. So I was not even supposed to be outside. So I surely couldn't get in or even get close to this hot air balloon. And I always wish like, man, I wish I could have got in. I wish I could have rode in. Still today as an adult, I've never been in a hot air balloon. Now I've gone parasailing, which I think is very boring. And <laughs> it was just sitting up there like, okay, what do we do? But I, I would think that the hot air balloon could be similar, but maybe not the same because you'd be higher up. But that's really one of the fondest memories I have just as a child, that experience of seeing that hot air balloon. And I'm thinking maybe I was 10 or 11. I was young. So as a child, that was exciting to see this big hot air balloon land right in the park across the street from your house. Okay, okay. I remember that too, because I got to go over that. Yes. Because she was thick. But we could go on and on and on. We could, we could, we could. What we'd like for you guys to do is in our comments on the video, tell us the memories that you've had of growing up in Vegas or if you Where are hometown? right if you are a native of Vegas or you didn't um you're not from Vegas but you consider yourself a what would we say a Veganite a Vegan, <laughs> you know. whatever you want to call it um so, maybe you visited Las Vegas maybe you can put in the comments a time where you had a vacation here you visited what hotel did you stay at what were some of the things that you did we'd like to hear about that because even growing up in Las Vegas I don't know every place in Las Vegas no, I don't know no. and there's plenty of things and because they put stuff up all the time there's so many things that I haven't even experienced even though born and raised here grew up here lived here several years before I moved so I'd be interested in knowing kind of y'all tell us what the spots are so next time we come next time we, we can come, check, we it, can out check and, it out or if we haven't you know a restaurant that maybe you can recommend so we can go and we can check it out all right well i think we are done i think we're done and as always um you can also email us at unapologetic and free 2021 at gmail.com you can also follow our facebook page if you just do the at sign and you put up and free you will find the unapologetic and free talk show page and also youtube we do have a youtube channel unapologetic please and free subscribe if you have not if you have not share. please subscribe please share and we're always open to the feedback and if you have a facebook page or um instagram or youtube please put it in the comments and then we'll follow you right. we follow also, back. we follow back all right thank you guys thank for you. joining us this spring break edition we hope you enjoyed it and you got a chance to have fun with us while we were together on our spring break. Good night.